Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Walk the Talk, the podcast that bridges inspiration with action. We want to extend our sincerest gratitude to you, our dedicated subscribers, for being the foundation of our podcast family. Hey everyone, my name is Israel Ronald and I host Walk the Talk podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. I don't take it for granted that every time I upload a brand new episode, people download, people subscribe, people share the link. It is something I don't take lightly. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for tuning in every time. We upload a fresh episode every Sunday evening. Be sure to catch that. If you've not yet subscribed, please do so. Please subscribe, share podcast links with someone. Don't enjoy you alone. Tell a friend about it. Walk the Talk podcast is on all major and minor pl- uh, podcast streaming channels. The famous one and those uh, that are just cropping in, Walk the Talk is there. And actually, we've just launched a YouTube channel. It is, it is uh, something like three days ago. If you, uh, feel free to subscribe to that channel. Tell a friend about it. Well, um, last week we talked about God, um, God not abandoning us. We talked about God not failing us. We talked about God being there for us, God never forsaking us, never abandoning us, no matter what we have done. And today I want to talk about uh, another aspect of that, and that is un- God's unconditional love. It is so unconditional in that there's no, there are not strings attached to it. Uh, there are no things that you must uh, first do in order to receive uh, God's love. There's nothing that you can do to receive it, and there's nothing that you can do to lose it. God loves us, and there's nothing we could ever do to, 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 to be loved more or less. And that is something very beautiful. In fact, every time I, 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 every time I think of it, every time I read about it in Scripture, honestly, sometimes I shed tears because it is something lovely. Can you imagine? As in, no amount of sin, no amount of doubt, no amount of whatever you have ever done will ever take the love of the Father away. He loves you, and that is not going to change. I love the words that Paul wrote to Titus in Titus chapter 2 verse um, verse 11 downwards. It says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and world lust, we should live soberly, righteously and godly in the present age. The key word there is love, grace rather. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. This same grace has appeared to you, dear friend. It is not for the chosen few, no. It is a grace of God. You know, grace is undeserved also. It is unmerited. It is God's kindness, God's love. We've done nothing to deserve it, but it gives it it to to us anyway. I love the words words of Paul in Titus chapter 2 verse 11. It says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live, live soberly, righteously and godly in this present age. The key word I want to underline there is grace. Grace is also unmerited. It is undeserved. That grace, the Bible said, for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Some other scriptures, some other versions of the Bible say it has um, appeared. The grace of God that offers salvation. It is an offer. And uh, it's up to you and I to take it or refuse it. But it is there anyway. 
When the Pharisees saw Jesus eating and socializing easily with tax collectors and sinners in Matthew's home, they were disturbed. I was reading something from godquestions.com that caught my attention. Allow me to share it with you. So the Pharisees questioned Jesus, uh, Jesus um, and, 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 and they, they find it disturbing that Jesus would sit uh, and talk and jazz and eat with sinners according to their self-righteous standards. No godly teacher would fellowship so intimately with the, with, with the scumbags of the world, as we call them. Unashamedly, Jesus responded to their hypocrisy by saying, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. You see, friends, we are all sick. We are all in need of salvation. He continues to say, but go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I did not come to call that righteous, but sinners to repentance. That is found in Matthew chapter 9, verse 12 to 13. And I was using the NKGV version. It is that simple, friends. Don't overthink. Don't complicate it. His love was and is still enough to break the bondages. His love was and is still enough to redeem you, to forgive and heal you of every mistake that you've ever done. His love is and will still be enough to break those addictions, to break those chains, to bring you back to that place where God wants you to be. Friends, you see, I gave my life to Christ in April 2012, and that month is very special. In fact, as a matter of fact, um, I, I, I'm born, I was born on 4th Jan, but I shifted my birthday from Jan to April because I do believe that I gave my life to Christ is the most important day. Uh, in all times. I treasure it more than I treasure any other season in my life because I believe it's that time where everything changed for me. I gave my life to Christ in that period and I've come to learn that everyone is in need of help. We are all fallen vessels in need of a savior. We may not be equally yoked but we are still need the, 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 the healing touch of the Messiah. And you see, with God, all sin is sin. There's no big or small sin. It is humans that categorize and, um, and start to weigh sin. But God views sin as sin. And that's why I, I, I can boldly say that we are all fallen and we are all need salvation. We all need salvation. And Jesus didn't come to, to the self-righteous. No. He came to the people that knew they needed Jesus. He came to the sinners, the addicted, the, the, the weary, the burden like you and I. You don't have to hold back. Christ won't refuse you. Trust me. If he saved a wicked man like I was 13 years ago, he can save you too. I was a thief. I was wayward. I was so lost, so broken, and so messed up, and didn't think anyone could ever receive me. But he saved me. Not because of the righteous things I had done, but according to his unmerited love and grace, his unmerited love and mercy saved me. <laughs> what an awesome God we have. What an awesome God we have. I can boldly say that I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who lives, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. I am the righteousness of God and I'm bold. Even when I sin against God, I come back to repentance because I know he won't chase me. The Bible says, come and let us reason together. If you confess our sins to God, he is faithful and just to forgive us. 
and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. While I was a sinner, Christ died for me. While I was, before I even knew him, Christ went ahead and did something that he knew I would need some time to come. And that's how precious God's love is. You see, he has already paid the price. All you and I need to do is receive the payment and walk a life redeemed. You don't have to clean yourself up. Just come as you are. He specializes in cleaning and cleansing those that are very dirty. Getting messes and correcting them is what Jesus does best. Trust me, I've been there 13 years. I'm still walking that journey. I'm not perfect. I'm not holy. I sin every day. And I come back to God in repentance on a daily basis. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that keep on messing up intentionally. No. What I'm saying is we are living in a fallen world, in a fallen body, and we are going to sin in one way or another. But there is salvation. There is grace. There is a man to look up to, a high priest, Jesus Christ, who is interceding for us, seated at the right hand uh, of God. Again, in the book of Romans, chapter 5, verse 6, For when we were still without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely uh, for a righteous man, will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. Verse 8. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we're still sinners, Christ died for us. Every time I read the words of Paul, I get encouraged. Paul was a very skilled writer. Indeed, the Holy Spirit was on him. In the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse, uh, chapter eight uh, from verse that one downwards, it, it says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Now, that is a whole sermon there. But it's not what we are looking at today. Verse 33 says, Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died. And furthermore is also risen. Who is even at the right hand of God? Who also makes intercession for us? What shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or feminine nakedness or peril sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted, we, we are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Verse 37. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Jesus Christ our Lord. Friends, what a beautiful assurance. What a beautiful scripture. Nothing can separate us from the love of the Father. No one, nothing. No created nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Jesus Christ our Lord. Friends, what a beautiful assurance. What a beautiful scripture. Nothing can separate us from the love of the Father. No one. But you see, God won't impose. Because he has given us a free will, we make our own decisions. And to every decision we make, there is a consequence. Now, The price is already paid. Jesus Christ, very many years ago, paid the debt on the cross when he died. And you can choose to receive his gift or to reject it. It is that simple. I'm not trying to to (laughs) compel you or twist your hand. No. 
all I'm saying is why don't you take Jesus Christ as the personal Lord and and, and save you of your life. Receive his free love. Receive this unconditional love. Receive his forgiveness. Receive his mercy. Say with me, dear Lord, thank you so much for your love. Thank you for your mercy. I believe in my heart that Jesus, you are Lord, and I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Forgive my sins. Wash me clean in your precious blood. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. For it's in the name of Jesus that we do pray. Amen. Amen. Friends, if you just say that simple prayer, we believe that you are born again. Um, reach out to us, israel.walkthetalk at gmail.com. That is israel.walkthetalk at gmail.com. The details will be in the bio. But also reach out to a Christian friend you know or family member that is, that is a Bible-believing um, Christian. Reach out to them. Also, you can reach out to a, a, a born-again church that is nearby. Tell them you just give them you just give your life to Christ, and I'm sure they will be able to point you in the right direction. It's been nice having you here at Work That Talk. We are so thrilled to have you. And um, yeah, my name is Israel Ronald, and I'm so glad um, I was here with you today. Well, next week we'll be talking about uh, God's presence. Uh, versus his unconditional love. Uh, so many of us confuse that. We say, if, if, if God loves me, then why don't I feel him? Why doesn't this and that happen? You see, God's love is different uh, from his presence. God's love is unconditional, but his presence has some strings attached. And I want to talk about that in the next episode of Walk the Talk. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Refer a friend to, to, to it and uh, stay blessed.